Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the informant. Tonight on this 22nd day of December, 2016, it's 10 o'clock in the p.m. Just three days left until Christmas. I'll be discussing an investigator's year in review and what's ahead for the new year. Here on the Informant, on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes, it's going to be a good show. If you're in the investigative world... But first, enjoy this cover by me. Do it again. Originally by Steely Dan. Song Fact. Do it again. It's the breakout hit from their first album. It may not make sense, but it sets the mood. Stand by and enjoy the show.
All right, and we're live here. That's right. Thanks for tuning in to the informant, folks. I'm your host, the singing detective, Will ZPI. We are broadcasting here live once again here in the Gulf of Mexico. Hope your holiday plans are squared away. Christmas on a weekend. How cool is that? Just set me up with some spiced eggnog with the remote. And I'm good to go, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So tonight I'm going to be discussing the private investigator's year in review. So if you're a PI, you know there's not many pats on the back. And we, investigative professionals, do a lot of good things. And also some that do bad things. So, you know, whether it's by working a worker's comp case or helping locate missing persons, we will be taking a look at some of the accomplishments uh, by private investigators for 2016. We're also going to look at some of the not-so-good things investigators have done and uh, get into some PI gear reviews. You know, looking back on 2016, I think a PI should investigate Hillary Clinton, if you know what I mean there. Not to talk politics, but 2016 is an election year. I just hope Trump will make America good again. And if you want to call in and listen by phone, the call-in number is 845-277-9265. Our first case. So it's not often you hear a private investigator working a case pro bono. However, in the recent case that's made big news and went viral last month, that's right, the Sherry Sherry Papini case. A PI did just that by working a pro bono. That's investigator Bill Garcia. He's helping, he helped to solve a high-profile abduction case. And now, now, if you follow the story, there's some rumors. It's a hoax. You know, I'm not going to get into all of that. The point is this investigator worked pro bono. And if you aren't familiar with that, I do have the Papini case. Uh, got a news clip from Fox News. Let's go ahead and listen to that. So new details on this abduction and release of a California mother. This is such an extraordinary story. Sherry Papini's husband now speaking out about this horrifying ordeal. Watch this. My home phone rang. I pick it up and it was a very mixed emotion. It was my wife screaming in the background, yelling my name. Bill Garcia is a private investigator who worked pro bono for the Papini family during the search. Good to have you here uh, today, Bill. Welcome. Good morning. So just to give people some background, she went out for a jog right before Thanksgiving, uh, several days before Thanksgiving, and was abducted, she says, and she was taken by, how did she describe the people who took her before she resurfaced? Uh, in the video that we just heard him talking about? Well, I don't know that she had described it prior to her being released, but uh, it's believed that uh, two Hispanic women actually abducted her near the end of the road where it intersects with the old Oregon Trail. All right, and she, she was branded, she was beaten, she was found bruised on the side of the road by a good Samaritan uh, who spotted her, and, and according to the reports, she had chains around her waist, and she was concerned, Sherry Pimpini, that people probably thought she was a prisoner who broke out, and they didn't want to stop to pick her up, right? That's a good assumption, yes. Yeah. Um, when you worked on this case, what did you think about what had happened to her? Because you, you claim that, it's, um, that it adds up in your mind, given what's going on in that area. It does. Um, We often work a volunteer on these cases, and we did in this case. Normally, we search for missing and abducted children. This was the absolute reverse. This was two children who lost their mother. So we monitored for a couple of days. Then we went ahead and headed up, and we were contacted by one of the family members while we were en route. Uh, We were assigned particular types of uh, searches and we would report back at the uh, end of each day initially. Okay, but tell me about what goes on in that area and why you think it's logical that she would be abducted. Sure. Well, the Interstate 5 corridor, especially along that area, is a high sex trafficking uh, corridor. 
a lot of young ladies and some boys also go missing from that area and I believe it can be attributed to the sex trafficking trade. Uh, I have worked that area for quite some time and we know there's a large influx of uh, Mexican cartel so and that, sex that's the trade. Case. In those cases, what usually happens? Do they hold the person for three weeks or do they make this horrific trade and, and move on? Why would they have held her for three weeks and then dumped her? Well, this whole story doesn't make sense. My suspicion is that once she was abducted, she became such a high-profile face that it would have put them in jeopardy and would have been a liability to her captors to actually put her out on the street to work. And I believe or suspect that that is why she was so badly beaten. These people don't like to lose money. Uh, they try to make money every single way they can. And once she became a liability, I believe they didn't know what to do with her and the beatings and the hair cuttings and that type of uh, actions uh, began and yeah. continued throughout the duration of her being held captive. Before I let you go, I, I want to play another um, a sound bite, excuse me, from, from the husband okay. so people can watch this. Let's play that. So then I get the phone and, oh my God, honey, and of course he's screaming, it's very emotional, and uh, I love you, I love you, I love you, oh my God, you're, you're here, you're back, where are you? And then the phone gets like taken away from her, like super quick. You say this whole case doesn't add up. What did you mean by that? Well, this isn't normal circumstances for this type of abduction. Either she would have turned up somewhere in some other manner, or they would have kept her in the sex trade had they been able to for sometimes months, sometimes longer. And they do bounce back and forth. The corridor runs from Portland to Los Angeles. So that whole area uh, is a sex trafficking route. So how do they and get so away? How did these two people, these two women that, that were described, how did they get away? Don't know. Uh, sheriffs is holding what information they do have tied to their chest because they have detectives and uh, sex trafficking experts out there uh, searching out the leads. And now that she's right. been recovered, they have a timeline, they have information that she's able to provide. Uh, right. There's technology out there that should be able gotcha. to track them as well. Bill, thank you very much. We'll stay on it. Fascinating and scary story. Thank you, sir. Well, there you have it. You know, I'm not getting into the whole is this a hoax thing or not, but, you know, kudos to the private investigator, Bill Garcia, who helped this family. And since it's Christmas, I have to share a story. And this story happened going in 2016 with an angry soon-to-be ex-wife who told her attorney that she wanted divorce papers served to, to her soon-to-be ex-husband on Christmas Day. No other day would do, not even Christmas Eve, not the day after Christmas. It had to be Christmas Day. So the divorce papers were to be her Christmas gift to her husband, who recently learned that he was keeping a girlfriend on the side. So the attorney uh, contacted an investigator and asked if he would be willing to fulfill this Christmas wish. And after hearing the story, he named his price and agreed. So the husband was a deputy at a jail, so he wasn't on the road. And uh, he was scheduled to work on Christmas Day. So that day, the investigator drove to the jail politely asked for him, and after he confirmed his identity, the investigator served him the papers. He read the first page, looked up with a grin, then exclaimed, this might be the best Christmas gift I've ever had. <laughs> I thought that would warm some hearts out there. <laughs> so just a few things. Uh, private investigator events that took place in 2016, and you may be able to attend this year, coming up year 2017, the Professional Investigators Mid-American uh, Mid Regional Conference, that's at the Air Grassi Casino and Hotel, February. It was held last February, probably again this year. Uh, the newly licensed investigators training and education, known as NLIGHT, that was last March, probably occurring again this year. Go ahead and you know Google that. The National Association of Legal Investigators, NALI, and the annual conference and seminar. So look for those events in coming 2017. And if you're in Florida, 
joined Fally, the Florida licensed investigators. Um, you know, once in a while, a private investigator sticks their neck out, and that's what happened last September in Pageland, South Carolina, where a private investigator hired by some members of Erica Parsons' family, this was last November, is worried law enforcement has unnecessarily cut a deal with the culprit. Now, this was uh, this case was involving a shooting, and I'm not going to focus on the on the main story of that, or the, to uh, also the investigator doesn't want his identity, his or her identity out there. But most most PIs, you know, they they seem to want to keep their name out of the media. Some of them don't mind, um, but often, as investigators working specific cases, we discover things as we get into a case and start investigating where we have to make a judgment call at some time. And there's a movie any investigator should see. It was in 2007, the thriller, Gone Baby Gone. And I often I ask myself what I would do in a situation depicted in that movie. Now, if you haven't watched that flick, it's one to put on your list for New Year's to see. It's a good P.I. flick. Gone, baby, gone. So here's another story from earlier this year. Woman sues private investigator after finding tracking device on her car. This is from AGC.com. A private investigator, go ahead and read this article here. A private investigator who was hired to see if a woman was cheating with her boss is being sued after the woman found a GPS tracker on her car. I get asked this a lot. Can you put a GPS on the car? Uh, can't you do that? And there's a there's a lot of uh, legalities to that, especially. Uh, but you know, I'll talk about this later. Melissa Atkins told Channel Two uh, uh, Action News that she discovered the device when she hit a bump. It was on her SUV, and she says that she thought it was a bomb because there was a box and wires hanging from it. And I don't, I don't, I've never worked with a GPS with wires hanging from them, but whatever. So uh, she told, um, she was in the middle of a divorce. And now this woman is suing the private investigator, saying it's an invasion of her privacy. She's quoted here saying, I felt so invaded that somebody could watch everywhere I went at all times and couldn't do anything about it. And they're behind the computer. So she gets an attorney, Chuck Backman. And, he, and he, he said he's shocked that a private investigator used this device to follow his client. Quotes here. Tracking someone with a GPS tracking device violates somebody's right to privacy, said the attorney Beckman. He's telling this to Channel 2 News, probably some other media sources. Uh, there's surveillance footage that shows the subject leaving her SUV with her daughter the day the device is placed on the car. So Atkins is seeking damages and emotional distress and and all of these things. But the private investigator has an attorney, W. Bryant Green III. And he said, Atkins may not have a case here since cars already tracked by their own navigation systems and are on public roadways. This is a tool private investigators working in the context of a divorce can use if something like adultery is suspected, is what his attorney told Channel 2 News. And there's nothing illegal or immoral about it. Now, folks, I'm not an attorney, and any PIs listening, you're not an attorney, and I'm sure laws will vary, and there is a gray area here. Um, but you know, to make it, it safe and a sure thing, you know, I, I don't use tracking devices you know, you've got to make sure that the vehicle is registered to your client that owns that vehicle. You can't be registered to somebody else. There's a lot of, you know, legal stuff with it. I just won't won't use those. Well, folks, I'm going to take a real quick break, and when I return, more private investigators year in review for 2016. I want to get into some product reviews. You're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned here on the Informant. Spiritual Warfare and Paranormal Activity, book 225th Street, Patrick Meekin. He's just released the prequel, Nightmare in Holmes County. 
This controversial book will bring you face to face with the reality of spiritual warfare and expose hidden secrets that the forces of darkness use to control and destroy people's lives. Nightmare in Holmes County, available now on Amazon. Check it out. Hey folks, Will ZPI inviting you to check out Christian rapper Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. My video, no coincidence. I'm Ninja Scroll. Peace out. September 11th is the 254th day from the beginning no of the year. 2 plus 5 plus 4 no equals 11. Morality. They worship the stars and use astrology, predict the future, worship from the beast, sacrifice innocent lives of ours, increase secrets, geometry, they worship a tree, drop down in front of bottles and break with prayer beast, have a cross, that's Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. Will ZPI here. When you need answers to important questions. Is he cheating? Why is he always guarding his phone? Whose number is this? He was supposed to be home two hours ago. When you need the help of licensed professionals at W&W Solutions. Specializing in infidelity, insurance fraud, skip traces, telephone numbers, welfare checks, missing persons, and even computer forensics. Our licensed investigators can help you in the Southwest Florida area. Visit www.willzpi.com for more information regarding our private investigation services. That's willzpi.com, license number 8280088. Why not find out today? All right, and we're back, and you are listening to The Informant. If you'd like to listen in by phone, that call in number is 845-277-9265. And if you want to send me some mail, it's P.O. Box 150881, Cape Coral, Florida, 33915. And I'm going to discuss the P.I. Gear review, recommended by P.I. Now. You know, I'm waiting for a company. I might, I might just give somebody here a really good idea. Uh or a company to invent the PI camera, you know, a, a camera just made for private investigators where everything about the camera is set up for a PI. Okay, so in 2017, any camcorder manufacturers listening, you need to do this. The PI camera, it's got to have like 20 megapixels and like 120 zoom with night vision, the whole, the whole thing, time and date all there. But you know, we'll wait until there's the perfect PI camera out there. And so I'm going to review a few products you can put on your Christmas list. And you may want to get a pen and paper handy to write this down, a few of these products recommended by PI Now, which I'm a member of. So the first thing they have listed here is the Canon Vixia HFR700 camcorder. That's the Canon Vixia HFR700 camcorder. Now, I looked this thing up. The, the list price, it, it's going for anywhere from $199 to $299. And a little little bit of specs on this camera. It's got a 50 times zoom on it, which is 32.5. It goes up to a 1853 millimeter advanced zoom. It's got super range optical image stabilization. I guess that helps uh, provide outstanding and steady video. But the thing with this camera, it says it's only 3.2 megapixels. See, that's not going to cut it for a lot of work, special, especially the uh, like accident reconstruction where they're going to want you know at least 18 to 20 megapixels. Uh, this has got a, uh, a DIGIC DV4 image processor, so it's capturing video at 1920 to 1080 resolution, and it has this imaging. Good imaging performance. 
Uh, it can re- record, record in uh, full HD, which I, I never messed with that. Of course, it's got the uh, removable SD card, uh, 1080, 60, recording in MP4, and a lot of stuff is still MP3. Um, it's got a three-inch uh, touchscreen panel. That's kind of cool. Um, you want to read more about it, check it out. The Canon Vixia H. FR700 is what PI now recommends. And also going on to, to the tripods and the monopods, there's a Manfrotto. It's a MC Compact Man uh, BK. That's the model number of it. It's a compact action tripod that sells for 45 to $65. Now, when I looked up the Manfrotto, um, I'm seeing the price of 45 to 65 but it's got a base, a tripod base for this thing. And just that base is $100, and this tripod went for anywhere from two or 300 so I don't know where they're getting the 45 to $65 price range. But check it out. That's the Manfrotto. That's uh, a compact action tripod. They also have listed the Canon Rebel T3i. Now, I looked this up. This camera is about $900-plus, and it does 18 megapixel. And it's got a screen that articulates out so you can see the viewfinder at different angles. That's really cool. Again, a lot of the accident reconstruction jobs, they want you know around 20 megapixels. But I, I looked this camera up. It's the, it's the Canon Rebel T3i on eBay, around $300. And then uh, there's some spy pens. If you're looking for, for a covert camera, a spy pen, there's the HD500. 1080p. It's the spy pen camera. Anywhere from $80 to $150. HD 500 1080p spy pen camera. And if you're looking for, say you're just getting in the business and, you, and you're looking for a, a least expensive camera, something that will get you going out in the field, uh, PI now has recommended the Panasonic HC V10. The Panasonic HC dash v10 i looked this up this camera is about 150 dollars to 200 dollars from best buy and the camera that i've heard a lot about that i would personally like myself is the sony 4k which they have some different versions of that camera but the the good one's around 800 bucks but i would like to have one of those the perps will never see that coming now, one of the cameras I'm currently using is the Sony HDR CX3 330. It's a 60x zoom. I've got the doubler, which I ordered online, but this camera is only 9.2 megapixels. I mean, it, it, it gets by, but not good enough for reconstruction jobs. I do have the extended battery, and you know the camera works great. It's a little bit slow turning on. Uh, I guess there might be some settings that I can mess with, but if you want to check that one out, um, I've used it personally and it's been a decent camera. All right, folks, so oftentimes you hear of celebrities who use private investigators. Well, here's a news snippet you may have not heard about 2016. It's from The Inquisitor. The Kardashian sisters hired a private investigator to uncover the truth about Black China's real baby daddy. That's right. So when suspicions began to arise that the brother, Rob Kardashian, had not been the father of China's unborn child, the sisters rallied together to protect their brother. It's crazy. Of course, what do you expect with Kardashians? But they're hiring PIs. Even Dr. Phil is hiring private investigators in 2016. And I'm going to play that clip now. Hired an investigator from Argentina to look into Andreas and his family. Eileen Viglianco is joining us via Polycom from Buenos Aires. Uh, Eileen, we ask you uh, to do some checking into this family because Maddie's family uh, is really, really concerned that this young man is not who he says he is that in fact he may be involved in a criminal enterprise, that his parents are not biochemists. Uh, so let's talk about that. Uh, Andreas and his parents' IDs, are they real or are they fake? 
we were able to confirm that the national IDs provided do match the names and national IDs numbers that appear on them. Uh, so, yes, we can say they are real. Okay, so these are the people they say they are? Yes, basically that's what we were able to confirm. All right, and the parents' employment, what do the parents do? Have you been able to confirm that? Yes, they are both biochemists. Okay, and they work at a medical center? Yes, they work at a medical center that provides assistance to a branch of the Argentinian Army. Okay, and Andreas' employment, do you find any employment for Andreas? No, we were not able to confirm any employment activity for Andreas, and we were also able to check that, as he just mentioned, he hasn't still graduated from high school. Okay. Criminal record check. Uh, what did you find out about Andres and any criminal activity? We were not able to link Andres to any criminal activity such as human trafficking, women trafficking, or drugs. Okay. And in terms of their residence, uh, do they live where they say they live? And is this a nice part of town, not nice part of town? Uh, what's their living arrangement? Our investigator was able to prove that Andres and his father live at the address they provided. It's, uh, that's the one you see in the picture. They live on the second floor of that apartment in the central, both residential and commercial uh, part of Resistencia. And also we were able to confirm that the mother and Andres' sister live at another uh, building also in the city, uh, in the same city. The parents are still legally married but no longer living together. Okay. So basically you found out that these people are who they say they are, doing what they say they do, and they are not involved in any criminal enterprise, certainly not involved in any kind of human trafficking. You are right. Not that we were able to confirm. I any questions for the investigator? To my knowledge, Maddie's always said that he's already graduated high school and that he had applied to college already and dropped out, so there was well, well, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> now, come on. I mean, you you got to answer the question right. first. Okay. You, you, you two came here and said that they were going to take your daughter down there, sell her into prostitution, and send her body back in a bag. And you just found possible. out, and you just found out that this young man is who he says he is. His parents are biochemists working in a medical center. They live in a nice part of town in very nice residences. Everything they have said in the last 13 months, according to this investigator, was exactly accurate and true. I think that's great. It sounds to me the only people lying in this deal are you. Well, I'm just glad to know the truth about them. Because you're intercepting her mail and destroying it. You're creating false documents from the FBI. These people that. are telling the truth, and you guys are the ones that are lying. Doesn't mean I disagree with you about whether she should go or not, but let's just call a spade a damn shovel. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. You just heard it from Dr. Phil. He hired the, the private investigator. They got the facts, and he was able to turn those tables around. <laughs> I love it. Oh, the information you get when you hire a professional. Now, folks, also in, in certain cases, like this article, I wanted to get this out sooner, but it, it, it just happens. Recent news. It's on. You can check this out on the record searchlight. Family raises funds for private investigator. And the article goes, I read some of the article here. If baby Ember Sky Graham were with her family, she'd be celebrating her second birthday. But little is known about the baby's whereabouts, who went missing July 2015, year before last, at six months old. With no information from law enforcement, the family hasn't given up hope in finding her just yet. Ember's birthday was this coming up Monday. And her parents want the community to know that they're still searching for her. Now, on December 18th and 19th, family members held a fundraiser and the proceeds will go towards paying for the private investigator. This is in Texas, and the family needs about $4,500, and they're, they're about $4,500 short of their goal to hire 
this private investigator for $25,000. There's probably some other legal matters or something. They're twenty five grand. So they were $4,500 short. They had this fundraiser for baby Amber. God bless them. I hope they find her what's going on there, and hopefully they'll reach that goal. And uh, I think I'm going to take another quick break, but when we return, I've got another article that just chaps my ass, folks. You've you got to hear this, and then we're going to talk about some things that every private investigator should have for going into 2017. But this next story, oh, it just gets me fired up. But stay tuned, folks. You don't want to miss it here on The Informant. Author of True Spiritual Warfare and Paranormal Activity, book 225th Street, Patrick Meekin. He's just released the prequel, Nightmare in Holmes County. This controversial book will bring you face-to-face with the reality of spiritual warfare and expose hidden secrets that the forces of darkness use to control and destroy people's lives. Nightmare in Holmes County, available now on Amazon. Check it out. Folks, Will ZPI inviting you to check out Christian rapper Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. My video, no coincidence. I'm Ninja Scroll. Peace out. September 11th is the 254th day from the beginning of the year. 2 plus 5 plus 4 equals 11. Numerology. They worship the stars and use astrology. Predict the future. Worship of the beast. Sacrifice innocent lives of ours. Increase secrets. See how a dream. They worship a dream. Drop down in front of bottles and break with prayer bees. They will cause that's Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. Hey folks, Will ZPI here. When you need answers to important questions. Is he cheating? Why is he always guarding his phone? Whose number is this? He was supposed to be home two hours ago. When you need the help of licensed professionals at W&W Solutions. Specializing in infidelity, insurance fraud, skip traces, telephone numbers, welfare checks, missing persons, and even computer forensics. Our licensed investigators can help you in the Southwest Florida area. Visit www.willzpi.com for more information regarding our private investigation services. That's willzpi.com, license number 8280088. Why not find out today? Welcome back, folks. You're tuned in here to the informants. And uh, this next case, I'll tell you what, folks. If you're ever skeptical of a client, check them out or just don't do the case. Here's an interesting report from 2016. 55-year-old, a 55-year-old ricin man is accused of hiring private investigators to watch a woman and her daughter after he was served with a no-contact and a temporary restraining order. Um, in Florida, you can't do that under statutes uh, 493, but you can't do it. You can't uh, hire a private investigator, and a private investigator can't take the case if there's an injunction. Daniel Hatch, he faces the following charges, misdemeanor bail jumping, repeater, four counts, knowingly violating a domestic abuse order, two counts, stalking, the two private investigators that he hired were from Illinois to watch the woman in her home. It was learned that the private investigators who were hired on uh, November 8th to watch people and vehicles arriving at the home and observing the comings and goings of the woman and others. The complaint states this was done after Hatch was given a no-contact order 
served a temporary restraining order and placed on bond prohibiting him of contact with this woman. According to the complainant, the private investigator said they were informed by Hatch that Hatch had seen them near the woman's home, showing that he had been in the area in violation of the no-contact order. Hatch told investigators there was no, no orders prohibiting contact, according to the complainant. One of the private investigators told police Hatch had indicated he was a Marine <laughs> and that he and his fiance lived in Illinois. But we're looking in the purchase of, of a home on Michigan Boulevard, and that's his fiance, who had a $28,000 diamond engagement ring. She was stepping out on him and all of this stuff. Possibly had a boyfriend on the side, yada, yada, you know the story. Um, he requested that the investigators perform surveillance on the home. The complainant said Hatch had also claimed that he was a Navy SEAL. Here we go if, again, folks, with the stolen valor. <laughs> it, and there's no, of course, no record of him being ever even being in the service. But if you want to see some phonies, go to uh, that, that phony Navy SEAL.com, Google it. You'll, get, you'll come up with a guy named Don Shipley. He exposes those phonies. But this guy, Hatch, this phony got himself a cash bond set at $30,000, and he should be charged for that stolen valor as well. Anyway, folks, uh, uh, what are you going to do? Going into 2017, here's 13 things every investigator needs. I should have made it 17, you know, going into 2017, but hey. I got 13. Don't know why. But the first thing, you want to get a good GPS or a map app on your smartphone. And if you're able to, get the extended data plan on your phone. I have that, and I'm glad I did. I pay a little extra for it, but the phone works everywhere I go. And, of course, yes, there's dead spots. But the point is you get the map app and and video because you're using a lot of uh, metadata. You're going to want that especially working as a PI. All right, the second thing out of my 13 things you're going to need for 2017, you want a DC to AC power inverter. I've blown out countless fuses trying to keep equipment charged and a good power inverter. You know, I think I paid $40 for mine, and it's coming really handy. The third thing that you're going to need, a set of good binocs, good binoculars. I've got one by... Uh, Nikon, and they're fairly compact, and it's got a really good power magnification. So you don't have to get the biggest one. Just get something that has decent power magnification. Something, you know, I think mine were a little over 100 bucks. so good. have a good set of binoculars for 2017. Number four, a can of Fix-A-Flat. You never know when you're going to need that. It's one of those things like, like better have it and then not need it than need it and not have it, kind of like a firearm. Number five, you want a good monopod. Just did a review on one. Check it out. These help uh, a lot for video stability. And number six, get the tripod. Moving on. Number seven, of course, you want a decent video camera and some backup batteries. Number eight, memory cards. Always have a few of those on hand. Number nine, a covert camera. Refer back to the uh, things that PI now referenced earlier in the program, folks. Uh, you never know, you know, having a covert camera, you never know when you're going to go into a restaurant or a shopping center when you're going to need to get video without being detected. And there was a recent article about somebody, how old school we used to do it, where we would take the camera bag, we had cut a hole inside of the mesh and place the camera inside the bag and now we have these 80 to 100 dollar covert cameras but i still like my camera bag i'll be honest with you folks i, I could position it in there but you know you know you're carrying this bag around versus carrying a, a pen or something i've had you know the what the covert watch cameras and stuff some of them are a little tricky to be work with and upload you know the video and all that so that's why, you know, doing these reviews. Number 10, have at least $20 cash on hand. 
You never know when you're following your target and you might need to pay for parking or food, and it can be faster when you're using cash. Number 11, an overnight bag. Now here in Florida, I have to uh, a beach towel, a pair of swim trunks handy, also mosquito spray, sunblock, eye drops. You know, remember, you could be out in various elements for hours. You know, I, I've been on surveillances on the beach for hours, and as nice as that might sound to some of you, it can turn into a very unpleasant situation if you're not prepared, especially here in the blistering Florida sun. Number 12, you want a good cooler for drinks and snacks. And get one that, that can open up from the top where you can reach in easy access and get what you need out. Um, that way, if you're watching a, a door or a garage or whatever, you don't have to really look down. You, you can just kind of feel with your hand down if it's in the passenger floorboard and pull the top or reach your hand and grab a drink out of there or you know, a bag of chips or whatever you want at the time. And number 13, you're going to want to have handy a good flashlight or get a flashlight app on your smartphone. You just never know when you're getting an extra light in the dark. So there you have it, the 13 things investigators should have for the upcoming year 2017. We'll be right back, folks. You're tuned into the informant. Will ZPI here. When you need answers to important questions. Is he cheating? Why is he always guarding his phone? Whose number is this? He was supposed to be home two hours ago. When you need the help of licensed professionals at W&W Solutions. Specializing in infidelity, insurance fraud, skip traces, telephone numbers, welfare checks, missing persons, and even computer forensics. Our licensed investigators can help you in the Southwest Florida area. Visit www.willzpi.com for more information regarding our private investigation services. That's willzpi.com, license number 8280088. Why not find out today? All right, folks, we're back, and that's about all I have for this episode of The Informant. I'm going to leave you with a song by yours truly. And um, hope you guys have a good holiday. I'm not sure if I'm going to broadcast a show in between the new year or not. If so, just subscribe to the network and see what we got going on. I'm always coming up with good ideas. And before we uh, leave, go ahead and look on a switchboard here. You guys have a good one. Wishing everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'm your host, Will ZPI. Thanks for joining me. Subscribe to the Radio PI Network and see what's in store for the new year. God bless.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.